Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I am Tina Turner. <laughs> oh no. Are you just busy at Thunderdome? Yes. <laughs> I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hey, they are <laughs> good. <laughs> it's a little too early for Tina Turner. But yeah, I realized that as soon as it was out of my mouth, I was like, I can't keep up with that woman. It's a rare overcast day in LA. Like, it's never overcast here. No. It is right now. And so, like, everybody has this weird, like, hungover effect on Yeah, them it's right like now. this, like, cuddle blanket over your face that's like, oh, no. Bizarre. And well, the, I like it though. It's a nice the crazy break. early hour of ten twenty a.m. <laughs> How are we functioning? Oh, right. Gosh, I tell you. Thanks for coming to the show, everybody. <laughs> we love to have you here. That's right. A uh, little bit of housekeeping. Then we'll get to our awesome guest. Our guest today, by the way, is one of the original members of Broken Lizard, Jay Chandrasekhar. He did a good portion of the directing duties um, on the show, as well as in the movies and everything yep. else. Uh, he does a lot of directing on television. So much, oh, like probably of your favorite TV shows. Yeah, tons of it. Uh, he also directed the Dukes of Hazard movie. And uh, oh, I can't wait to ask him about Jessica Simpson's likes. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he has a new pilot that's on Amazon right now called Really. Really? Uh, it's got a pretty great cast, and uh, it's one of those things where you go and you rate it, and then they decide which ones they want to pick up. Yeah. Just, it's kind of strange. It's it's like a little microcosm of a network thing, but online. Yeah, we're seeing how it's happening right now. That's right. So uh, we'll get to Jay in a couple minutes. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Here we go. You can email us. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. Yep. We will read them all. We'll write you back. Guest suggestions always welcome, or if you just want to say hi or whatever. If you have anything you want to talk about, just send it our way. That's right. Uh, we are in the LA Pod Fest again. It's a festival of pods. <laughs> That's a theme song I pitched to them that I haven't heard back yet. It's weird. I know. They that hasn't gotten a lot of traction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so our show, our panel, is Saturday, September 27th at 4 o'clock p.m. Uh, the whole thing runs that Friday through Sunday, the September 26th through the 28th at the Sofitel Hotel in Beverly Hills. You can buy single-day passes. You can buy three-day passes. There's a bunch of great podcasts there. Um, everybody hangs out and stuff, so you get to meet a lot of your podcasting pals um we'll be there so come say hi to yeah. us uh if you want to buy a ticket to the event uh buy it through our link so they'll keep yeah. a couple dollars back to us you go to our website popmyculturepodcast.com slash podfest there you go wow unison yeah that was good that's yeah. strong uh and uh we'll, we're really close to figuring out our guests we have a couple confirmed but i think we're gonna hold off and announce them yeah. until we have the whole thing we're building a panel just fyi yeah it's a panel it's gonna be fun and uh hopefully we'll next podcast hopefully we'll be able to we'll announce trot that. out the names that's right it's gonna be fun guys so i hope you can come and join us please do Yes. Uh, also, we are mostly listener-supported. Please support us. <laughs> <laughs> there is a donate button on our website. PopMyCulturePodcast.com. Every little bit helps. And uh, if you donate, we'll give you a shout-out on a future episode. In a unique manner. That's you know, right. one time we did Cats in Space, and that was pretty cool. And suddenly the donations dried up. <laughs> but uh, we'll find a fun way to do it. Mm. And uh, I guess we'll do them next episode because I don't think we have any right now. <laughs> you don't have to tell all our secrets, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, it happens. Mm. Everybody's saving up for... Uh, for Christmas for us. Right. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, we just love that you guys come and listen to the show. So uh, We love doing it. All right, guys. So here we go with Jay Chandrasekhar. Hey, Jay. Welcome to the show. Really excited to have you here. Thank you. Uh, well, let's start with uh, the thing that's happening right now, which is the celebrity nudes that are oh. now all over the internet, not by choice of anybody. It's uh, so sad. I um, read today in LA Weekly that there's an artist, an LA artist planning an art show in Florida, and he's going to use those photos. So let me ask you this. Have yeah. you both looked at the photos? I saw one of them. Yeah, you looked at I saw one, and then the I went problem. like, eh, and then I didn't look at it anymore. Was it hot? <laughs> um, it was I, I saw hot. one that was the most beautiful person in the whole wide world. Only looked more attractive. beautiful. Yes. I'll tell you this. But I feel it's I've been getting sad. blushes that I did that the day of. I was just like, it's a morbid curiosity, and it's there. And then you're like, I am the monster that. I struggle is with this deeply because it's like <sighs> I'm very. I'm not really into like porn, right? Like I have seen it, of course, and no. I will occasionally look at it. I can't tell you why I do it when I do it, but I do it occasionally. But I'm not like a big porn guy. Yeah, I like 
you know, like I do like like Victoria's Secret um, magazines, those yeah. whatever they are, the magazines catalogs. <laughs> I find that level exciting. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm really kind of like um, it's it's a real look. Of course, I would love to see both those women naked, but the violation is so outrageous. It's so intense. It's pretty it's crazy. Similar to when uh, Aaron Andrews, when that guy was. Peeping through her hotel, you know, and oh, yeah. an ESPN reporter. Yeah. He put some cameras and peeped through Ugh. her thing, and I looked at those, and I was turned on by them. I thought they were quite, quite good, and I was like, "This is just feeding this awful." It's the monster. worst, and yeah. and uh, so I didn't look at these. That's good. I'm really like driving around like God. I really want to. See these two women no, are hot. Don't do I'd it. I really like to see them naked. Uh, I've never done something as like as this. I felt so guilty. It was like the night the internet was exploding because all this was happening. Yeah. Right. And so I clicked through to something, and then as soon as you see it, you feel exactly the level of dirt it is, which you, is the but, most dirt. Right. But you're not necessarily. Are you turned on by that kind of? No. Right. But I am. Right. Okay. I would be turned on by I'm it. So there's a scared of extra it. level of excitement. You yeah. Know? And I. I, I uh, I just can't. Uh, I don't know. They should string these bastards up. I hope yeah, that really they bad. get like. I mean, and your heart just breaks too for the women and for their families and for like the the level of violation it is. And then you see, you know, I'm sure everybody's seen all these articles on both sides. But it's like there's this one camp of people that's like, why would you ever have those on your phone? Why would you ever? And it's like. People have made very intelligent replies to that, but that's like saying if you wear shoes, then you're asking for someone to steal your shoes. Or, you know, like, only to women is this level of, like, shaming done. Yeah. And they're saying, like, naughty pictures released. Fuck you, that's not naughty on your own. Like, that's your yeah, own personal property. Yeah, that's your property. own personal stuff. You didn't put it out there. Yeah. And the other thing that's, like, these the sites are just as bad too because then everybody grabs up the story and a lot of them grab the photos to put up there and then put them on separate gallery pages so they would get more hits to get more traffic to get more ad bucks out of it so it's like this awful machine that it's the same as that guy Don Sterling who owned the Clippers I was like, like from Mad Men? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy had a private conversation recorded, and he lost his basketball team. Yeah. Yeah. He is entitled to be a racist. Yeah. Like, you may not like what he says, but he, so what? Right. I can say anything I want to him. Now, if he, if he held a press conference and then drew, like, brought everybody in and then said terrible things, like, there's a certain like morality clause as an owner of a, of a team, I think, that you have to do or whatever, uh, yes. like, publicly. But yes. that wasn't a public thing, so it's different. Like, I think that was outrageous. Well, to, just the level. I mean, it team. seems like that's the, the era we're sort of veering into is kind of a weird big brothery cloud, nebulous thing of, like, you're never allowed to do anything. And if you do act on your own mind, your own volitions, you can be punished for it. I think it's yeah, bizarre. I, I think it's got to, to, it's a matter of like having too many of these things happen that yeah. will eventually, uh, it's already illegal, right? I don't know what you can. Well, this guy I think is tipping yeah. the scales because he went so big and after such huge celebrities and yeah. like they are going to get him. Yeah. I think they are going to get him and it is going to make a lesson to people. And for me, it was the first time because I'd never like looked at anything like that yeah. before. So for, so for me personally, it's the first time I feel like fired up because I accidentally kind of became yeah. a part of the bad thing. And it's like, we got to stop this. This is a nasty, nasty yeah. trend. Plus, if you really want to see a famous person's boobs, just get them cast on Game of Thrones. Like, push for that. <laughs> Go the old school Such way. Such a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean, it's uh, pretty I, terrible. I, I, on the flip side, I feel like I'm a little bit like out of pop culture by not looking at these photos. Like I'm trying to like my brain is trying to come up with the reasons why I should look at the photos now. <laughs> well, I mean, for the good of humanity, really. Well, I want to be I want to be hip. Right? I want to be with it. I'm doing a pop culture podcast. Yeah. And I can't really tell you whether I think Come on, get out your phone. Well, I feel that same pressure, too, like, with, with having this podcast. Sometimes, yeah. like, a really bad reality show will come out that I really don't have an interest in, but I'll be like, but I should watch it so I could talk about it. And I'll be like, but wait, now I'm watching it. This is terrible. <laughs> Darn it. Here we go again. But it's weird because, like, you know, there's tons of different losers. There's Jennifer Lawrence. There was... Um, I mean, I have to think of a whole list. Uh, Kate Upton, Hope Solo, Brie Larson, Kristen Ritter, Victoria Justice, and also Justin Verlander, who is a pitcher for the Detroit Tigers, who's with Kate Upton. Yeah. So, But no one's really talking about that except for on the Detroit Tigers website. It was all those women? 
Yeah. It was more there's than that. There's more, too. And there's more com- – supposedly there's more that are going to be released because whoever did the initial posting on Reddit or 4chan or It was 87 women when they first – Yeah, said that there's all these people and they have a bunch more and they're going to, like, tier them and put them out at a different time. I mean, it's like there are that many famous people. That's the way I feel like. 87? Wow. This happened right. to my friend Olivia Munn. She had some pictures, like, snagged off her phone and released. It's disgusting. And it just, it's outrageous. It's so scary. I think it's really a scary time to be – a woman. I mean, I guess it's always been a scary time to be a woman, honestly. Like, there's not been, like, a real heyday for, like, a, well, we're in charge now. <laughs> but I think it's, it's getting into a new realm of, like, the ways it can be scary, which is just uh, On the such flip side, it's now become, like, so what? Like, yeah. I, I understand that I don't want nude pictures of me out there, but it just blasts through society so quickly. Yeah. It's like... It's really becoming almost like so what? Well, and there's so much less stigma attached than there right. would have been. I mean, the first right. like big release like this was probably like Kim Kardashian or something right. like that. The first yeah. thing that made but a didn't huge they plan splash. Well, there was but that Scarlett, was like Scarlett there was Johansson's their photos and those leaked. That well, was, I, yeah. I saw that. Was those. A big deal. <laughs> is this a brag? This is, or a... <laughs> this is the first time I've not seen them. I think you're right. really growing up, sir. But there are 87 of them. There are probably some people on that list I'd like to see. I mean, <laughs> I this, this is the problem. This, this is the problem. This is animal desire. Too Ugh. many, like, I mean, it would, if photos of us came out, like, no one would really want to care. But two, like, for guys, Speak it's, it's, yeah, it's exactly. It's like, there's two people that are a I'm little offended. Right I mean, guess. It's kind of different. Like, there's only a handful of, like, male celebrities I can think of that if nude photos leaked, it would be a big deal. Like, if, oh, if Chris Hemsworth please. had, like, nude you photos know, come That out. all depends on the size of his cock in the photo. That's true. Right? That's if it, it's true. large, everyone would be like, all right. And if it's small, he'd be crucified. True, true. No one would care. No one would care anyway. Oh, we would make merciless fun of him. You yep. think? Oh, I absolutely. think a man would get away with whatever, and My it would be like, God. You're just gonna, there would be some excuse. Yeah. Uh, telling men. You. Telling you. I need a lady <laughs> at the other end of this table just snapping with me like, you said it. I'm imagining her. She's fun. Okay. Uh, we just le- leaked nude photos of her. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, great. They're out there now. I don't know how it happened. Uh, yeah, the whole thing's terrible. And the whole art exhibit thing is pretty weird. Well, that's bizarre. I mean, that's just a disgusting person trying to get traction off of somebody else. They're, they're calling the exhibit. I don't, I'm going to get this wrong, but it's something about, like, the Google age or something, like, how everyone's so vulnerable. But basically, you're pitting. Not bad. <laughs> Pretty good loophole. That works. <laughs> yeah, this is art too. Sure. Well, but it's like an LA artist, but they're doing pictures. it in St. Petersburg, Florida, which yeah. is weird. Uh, and then, uh, oh, their press release was like, "I hope we don't get sued." Yeah, I hope we don't need to get a lawyer. Yeah, I think we're you taking do. These photos dummy. that were that were leaked, but now we're taking them to a different medium. We're putting them in art and trying to make them tasteful. And like, it's this sense of like, we're taking them back for you. But how I many don't. photos did you look at? All of them? No, I looked at one, and then I was like, "I yeah, feel like that'll be it." Lie. I yeah, I don't think. Yeah. No, I don't think I need to. I got to see the list. <laughs> Show me the list. No, thanks. Yeah, I just felt weird. I just was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know. This is not, no one wants these out it's there. A, it's, it's so private. I mean, it really it's the mo- most private. It's not, I mean. It's a cloud-based world now, man. It's weird. It's, it's like that movie sex tape. It knew. It uh, knew this was coming. <laughs> knew. It knew this was coming. It's so weird. I felt like I just had a thought fly through my head. I just don't like the idea of, like, even with the cloud-based technology, I don't like the idea that the second you do anything, your phone's like, oh, we're sending it some other place. It's like, maybe it doesn't need to be stored for. I don't totally know. Is is that what's going on with my phone? (laughs) Yeah, I got a lot of questions about this. uh... It's like automatically like uploading it to your photo stream or whatever, and then it goes to all your devices, and then it's on your, like, I don't need, if I take one photo, I don't need it on seven platforms. Right. It's on my iPad mini and it's on my iPhone and it's on my iPod and it's, it's, uh, I mean, honestly, I have no idea what the cloud is. I know we all say it, but probably not. Most people are in my boat, right? That it's like, I don't know what that is. Like, is there a, uh, is there an actual cloud a piece of machinery somewhere? <laughs> no, that's yeah. the whole thing. Or yeah, there, there is. is. Yeah. It's going to some server somewhere and it's being so that you can there. access it. Yeah. So, for example, not in the air at all. let's say it's, there's a big box somewhere in Hollywood and it Got has it. your nude pictures on it. And if you want to see it on your phone, you can click on the picture and it may take a second to load it up. You know, if you, for example, if you have a, if you have a song, right, Got on it. iTunes and you have, just have too many songs on your machine, it'll put a little circle. You press the circle, it'll, it'll take it from the cloud and put it on your phone in, in a second. 
Yeah, so, so you can like so let's there's say there's a, a song that you're tired of, yeah. you, pull, you pull it off of your iTunes, but the little cloud image stays yeah. there, so you can access it later. I mean, I use it. it. I just it makes me feel very vulnerable now. I think everybody probably. I wonder what Apple's going to do. Do you to have uh, nude photos of yourself? Not anymore, but it doesn't matter. You that, did. Because they you did. because these women didn't think they had them all either. Like, who was it? The lady that was like, "I'm glad you saw those pictures I deleted years ago." That's terrifying. So you're kidding. No. She took them with her husband and deleted them years ago. So it's like, how were they gotten? So the must... What, I mean, is it, is it have to do with Apple or something? I don't know. Or has this creep been collecting for like a long, long time? But the cloud hasn't been... I mean, I mean Apple had said something about like, oh, it wasn't breached. It wasn't us or something. They put a statement out. But I yeah. don't know where it went. <laughs> is there a guy like the standing out there just grasping at air, trying to grab things as they get released? I don't know. It's all weird. We're in over our heads. We shouldn't talk about we'll be technology. We don't quite. I mean, no one really understands it yet. From like, uh, you know, because it's just like constantly everything updates. There's like, oh, up, you know, you got to download the update, whatever, and it's doing new things. But none of us really have time to figure out every little thing that's happening. The, yeah, I mean, the issue that they'll fix is security. Yeah, I mean, we're in the yeah. early days of this, and they'll fix it, and you'll be able to take, you know, pictures of yourself doing all sorts of stuff and Finally. be safe someday. I mean, you know. Well, somebody put a good um, comment up of like nobody ever says if your if your credit card gets stolen if you have credit card fraud like oh you shouldn't have been buying things online that's what you yeah. get which is what everyone that gets a nude picture like well that's what you get come on right. man that's not fair it's stealing it's bad okay we covered it sorry I'm getting fired <laughs> up again there's nothing left you are fired up <laughs> um, all right well this is not nearly as important. But the cast for the new Dancing with the Stars season 19 oh. <laughs> was... 19. 19. How is that possible? I don't know. Do they do two a year? Something like that. They yeah. ran out of stars a long time ago. Well, oh, when you yep. hear this list, you will agree. <laughs> uh, all right, so it should just is, be called Dancing. Yeah, now. just Dancing. <laughs> just dancing with some people that you... <laughs> will not have nude photos leaked of them. Uh, all right, here's uh, who is in this cast, guys. Uh, don't get too excited. Uh, NASCAR driver Michael Waltrip. Yes! See him trip the <laughs> I can't wait to see his box Waltrip the white. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, Back to the Future actress Leah Thompson. She's famous. I like her. What was she from? Oh, Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I'll give her and, that. Sure. And, and yeah, Howard sure. the Duck. And Howard the Duck. Let's not forget. Oh. Howard the Duck. Oh, he's, yeah. not, he's not on the show. He, she was in that no. show. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to get him. I wish. Right. Uh, Howard's busy these days. All ah, right. Soap opera supermodel Antonio Sabato Jr. Well, he, I've heard of him. Yeah, there you go. There's a former. Who was he? The first Antonio Sabato? I think he's the one. He's the big one. He's the one. I think his father is senior, but he's not a famous soap opera. Guy. Oh, we only like Junior. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, fashion designer Betsy Johnson. Oh, I'm excited about that. I've seen her purses. She yeah. looks exciting all the time. She does cartwheels sometimes on the runway. Does she? I, that means she's like going right. to be a spitfire on the dance floor. And my money's this, on Betsy. Keep this going. This article's got my favorite. Uh, also joining the Whitman Sampler of Stars. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice Valentine's Day reference. Uh, Jonathan Bennett, who is from, uh, he was Aaron Samuels in Mean Girls. Uh, I love that movie, but I don't remember Aaron Samuels. Uh, who was, was he? he? The cool guy says he was known for breaking plastic hearts. So I guess that's a guy. They're all all right. I haven't seen the movie. In a while. That's a great movie. It's a good. Uh, movie. He was probably good in it if yeah. I knew who he was. Now he's he's dancing. Now he's yep. dancing. Uh, Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong fame. You know that I'm uh, uh, part of a uh, like we're writing the new Cheech and Chong movie. Are you? And uh, were you aware of this? I didn't know he was he was dancing, but. <laughs> That's good to hear. Now you can work He's going to be in better much. shape. He'll probably be high as a fruit bat when he does. <laughs> um, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, so. Is he? He's not the prince. He's, he's the Carlton. He's Carlton. So the Carlton dance will be appearing on the show. Oh, for sure. He's already said he'll do. Carlton's the butler. Uh, Carlton was the Close. square brother that he hung out with. White. Uh, nope. No, but the, the kind of joke on the show is that he was kind of a white black guy. Like, I got that it. Whole thing. Got it. Who's um, the white guy you're thinking of? I've never seen the Fresh <laughs> okay. Prince of Bel Air. I just, you know, I was just. I remember that show, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> uh, was Will Smith the Fresh Prince? He, he was. was. Yeah. Star is born. I missed yeah. the beginning. Oh, well, Alfonso Rivera, when he was a kid, was on Silver Spoons and did, did a lot of dancing on that, and did like a Michael Jackson thing a lot. 
Uh, he was he can so. he can actually dance. I think he's going to do well. Uh, Olympian <laughs> Lolo Jones. Ooh, I watched her little who, documentary who, on Netflix. Who's that? She uh, did hurdles in the Summer Olympics and oh, Lolo, the yeah. Olympics. I don't watch the Olympics, but go ahead. <laughs> what a stance! <laughs> well, you, you know what? Olympics falls right yeah, into the Fresh Prince basket. I just for me. feel like the Olympics are fine, but you know they happen so rarely. I mean, they really expect us to watch these things. I mean, they give us these sort of sappy stories about these athletes. Oh, it was so hard in the small town, and then you watch a sport you've never seen before, and you're rooting and for you need what? To root. I don't know. And then the commentators I are can't like get totally brutally. This thing looks absolutely amazing to you, and they're like, oh. Right. Yeah, they just really didn't. Right. The knee came a little. Right. I was like, a little oh, what? Oh, we're I get supposed it. to be looking for that? It. Everybody likes the Olympics, not me. Sorry. I don't love it. I don't like them, but I don't like any kind of sports. Usually, I feel like if you've got a sports thing, you can tap Come into on. it. I was like, you really, like sports. Love sports. I was really into like the. Eyes lit up. <laughs> <laughs> I was into like the 92 Dream Team, like basketball team. That okay. Was Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and all those guys, right? Didn't and, you feel it was unfair? Yes, but that's what I liked about it. And the thing that made me mad was like, you get 10 minutes into a game, and they'd be up like 22 to 3 or something. Yeah. And then they, the TV would be like, well, they've obviously got this in hand. Let's go over to four <laughs> routines. And I'd be like, but no, I want want to watch them play yeah. Uh, so yeah uh, all right also in the cast still happening oh my gosh uh still going <laughs> cool ultimate fighting champion and expendable randy couture Ooh, that's uh, kind of exciting is he french he is not <laughs> oh <laughs> he loves that you asked though <laughs> well, you listen to the pronunciation of that last name i mean um, is it randy with an i it is <laughs> just typical Randy spelling. Must be another Randy Couture. Thinking You're of. thinking of the yeah, French, French Randy Couture. Yeah. 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 Couture. Randy yeah. Couture. <laughs> um, a internet celebrity, Bethany Moda, is a YouTube star whose uh, Mac Barbie 07 channel has over 7 million subscribers. Good, I don't accept that. Her. I don't accept that. <laughs> it's a new day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pretty Little Liar star, Janelle Parrish. Okay, that's a real star. Mona. Yep, that's a real. Mona. I haven't seen the show, but that's a real star. Yep. That's what I said, too. My husband made merciless fun of me because I was looking at this list before we started recording, and I was like, ooh, they scored Mona. And he was like, did you just hear what you said? Is that a you good show? a disgusting person. No. It's but a good it's title addictive. for a show, though. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, trash, but it's really consumable. Yeah. I was on bed rest this year, and I watched it. Like oh. I watched five seasons. How long were you on bed rest? 13 weeks. Good God. Yeah, so I got, I got to be familiar with a lot of media. That's where you're not even allowed to stand up, really. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, yeah. You're on bed rest for 13 best. weeks, but they didn't pick up the back nine? <laughs> you just... Sorry. <laughs> inside <laughs> joke. Industry joke. <laughs> I mean, insider. Not uh, inside. Two more task members, guys, and we're done with okay. this. Uh, okay. Uh, C. Robertson. From what are we going to talk about after this? I know, right? I no, what, what, I'm sorry. Who was the last one? <laughs> Robbie Robertson? Uh, that'd be great, though. <laughs> 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 uh, Sadie Robertson from Duck Dynasty. She's 17 years old. No. Uh, is that yeah. not somebody? I thought Duck Dynasty was huge. It, I mean, I it guess. It is big. I don't watch it. so I, I don't either. It but... just feels bad that that's... An option for them. But she's 17, right? Let's Good give her, her a break. She's, you know, it's true. She's doing her best. And finally, PBS mainstay, Tavis Smiley. Hey. So there you go. I know that guy. <laughs> you know Tavis Smiley? I do. Well, he's on. Uh, tell you about this either? I would bet that Tavis is not a great dancer. <laughs> <laughs> do you think better or worse than Tommy Chong? Uh... I would like to see them dance together. I guess they, they don't do like male-on-male dancing, right? Is that like a Not yet, because, homophobic show? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what's wrong with that show. Um, the only problem with that show. <laughs> they should force. <laughs> they should force it. No, I, I think that um, neither of them, uh, and I like them both very much, um, you just don't, will be able to dance their them. way out of a paper bag. No way. Mm. I could outdance both those guys. Whoa. You'll never see me but on that show. you're a great dancer. No, I'm a terrible dancer. <laughs> I'm a terrible dancer. But uh, you'll never see me dancing with the stars. We'll see about that. No, you won't. Is there Cut anybody? Ten in, years is from there now. anybody in Broken Lizard that you think would actually do decently on that show? Uh, Steve Lemmy, who played Mac yeah. and Finkelstein, he uh, he can dance. Like he was, really? he was uh, technically a professional break dancer no. when he was a kid, in the sense that. Breakdancing was huge when he was in high school, and he was in New York City, and he was dancing on the street with two like like guys from who were from a little more north in Harlem, and they came down there where they were they were dancing, and he sort of joined them to, and befriended them. And they taught him some tricks, and then while they were modern dancing, day jungle, yeah, it was two black guys and Steve <laughs> Lemmy, and while they were dancing, somebody came up to him 
on the street and said, would you be in our jeans commercial? Whoa! And the, 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 the real dancers, these good guys, yeah. are like, you know, what a world we live in. We're the real dancers <laughs> Beginning here. of the end, yeah. yeah. And so he went and danced in this jeans commercial, got paid Whoa. to break dance. And now he can, you know, he can do some stuff. And he'll always have that story. Yeah. I'm so jealous of that he'll, story. Uh, he could do uh, dancing. He would never because right. I, I would never stop making fun of him. <laughs> it's a good career boost, though. I mean, people that do that tend to, like, it's watched by so many people. You're saying that with a straight face, right? Well, I mean, in a sense that, like, yeah. the people that are on that show could use the boost. What do the they time. do afterwards? Eh, I guess that's They true. become presidents. No, they I become mean, leaders yeah. of men. Remember Obama and Dancing with the Stars? I mean, this, is a, this show is an abomination. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this should be plucked right now. It's enough. Let him get to 20 years and then force him off. Oh, yeah. The, maybe 20 is a good time yeah, to go 20. out. 20, 20 years, years. Of, of torturing us with these semi-stars dancing around. It's enough. It be, they must do two a year. It's got to be two seasons. Something. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Okay. I'm sure they're 10 years in. Okay. If, if this has been happening for 20 years, where am I? <laughs> How old am I? Okay, guys. Right. Sorry. Oh, there you go. So. I've never seen it, so I'm still standing by my opinion. <laughs> it's like should. the Olympics, as you described them. Uh, you know, you get like the sad story. You get like a little clip package of like, oh my, how am I ever going to do the rumba? Like, right. then in the rehearsal, that's the best part when they're like trying to rehearse with their famous person, and then they're so frustrated, and then you see them on the stage. I cannot imagine together allowing people to to videotape me. Preparing for a dance contest. <laughs> this is well, not the you last sir, have never hit rock thing in the so. world <laughs> I would ever do. I mean, my God, I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure, get this. Get this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so speaking of Broken Lizard, you guys met at Colgate, is that mm-hmm. correct? Um, I used to live in Clinton as oh, a did. child. Yeah, Fantastic. Close, yeah. Nice. That's all. <laughs> Next. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, Clinton, New York, where Hamilton was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, I just wanted to interject, sorry. Oh, that was, it was nice. Thanks. Yeah, we okay. went to Colgate. We, um, we met there, and uh, I started the comedy group, which is called Charred Goose Beak. And that still goes on now, still right? Still goes on there. That's awesome. Um, and uh, I had been in a lot of plays in high school and college, and... And uh, I'm from Chicago, so I, I had done some improv over the summers in Chicago and a little bit of stand-up. And I came back to Colgate my senior year and decided to start this comedy group because I was a big Monty Python fan. And Colgate didn't have anything like it, and it became, you know, partly out of starvation, it became this huge hit. Uh, like the first night we had 30 people there, the next night we had 400. Oh, my God. It was like this thing. And so we moved to New York and, and continued there. And, you know, we were always making short films in between our sketches because... Even we, as students? Yeah, we had really elaborate sketch, uh, costumes, like banana costumes and mermaid costumes. They take two and a half, three minutes to get into. So we'd make these videos to cover the time. And, oh, uh, and the first videos were, you know, they were pretty poor. There were no cuts in them. And they were just like us, the tripod, just sort of standing there <laughs> looking at the camera joking. Uh, <laughs> without any cuts, so the pauses would be in there. And then we slowly learned, oh, you know, if we shot a, uh, a close-up, we could cut that time out. And eventually, after making, I don't know, 10, 15 of these shorts, got pretty, pretty good at it. And then we, you know, at the time in New York, there was a big independent film scene going on where you could make a film for whatever money you could scrape together. And if it was, you know, kind of okay... You could get into Sundance, or Times at least pretty changed. good. It was interesting. You yeah. know, it was interesting and decent. You could get into Sundance. And Kevin Smith had made one for about forty grand called Clerks. Mm-hmm. Eddie Burns had made one called uh, Brothers McMullen. Richard Linklater had made Slacker. Wood Stillman had made Cosmopolitan. Is that the one that's out there right now? Uh, uh, Metropolitan? Metropolitan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there was a whole thing going on. So we decided, why don't we try to be Monty Python and make a short or a, a feature film and we made a film called puddle cruiser which we shot at colgate and we got into sundance and so awesome know, the 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 business was introduced to us we got deals at nbc and abc and you know it was like a it was like a thing you know that's like a, such the story that every young writer comic dreams of i know. You know and then and then you know shortly after that we made super troopers and sold it at sundance and then we were in 1800 screens and and then like dvd like yeah, nothing else massive, like a huge hit massive, yeah you know and so we uh did it at the right time like 
when we were doing uh, making videos uh, as a comedy group, we were the only ones, right? Wow. Like in New York, yeah. the only ones. That's an insane like there was literally thing to nobody else making videos in New York. Well, nobody makes videos now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it was like the the state was there. They were doing full st- uh, stage shows. Yeah, uh, Upright Citizens Brigade had not yet even really formed. And when they came, they weren't making videos for a while. I think yeah. eventually they did that TV show. But it was like a... But we just had nowhere to put them except our show. There was no internet right. oh my God. to post on, right? I mean, there was yeah. email. Right. But there was no way you could put it. I mean, this, you know. But it's amazing now. Now, you think that all this technology would make it easier for people to make it. And, and, and if you look at the workaholics guys, those guys yeah. made it that way. And they're great. But um, yeah, it's for every one of those, there's tough. I mean, a thousand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's so oversaturated, and with really good talent too. I, I mean, know, I know there are great people. Yeah, out there. it's amazing what people are doing and able to do themselves. But like, it is a real struggle now. Of yeah, how do you get to the next well, level? How do you break through? Even know. with like live sketch comedy, because I, I run this comedy festival up north, and we started as a sketch festival. But the San Francisco one, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. And is it Sketchfest? Yep, that's the one. Didn't Super Troopers play there this last? Well, yeah, we did it with uh, Kevin Heffernan and, and Lemmy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. It was great. <laughs> and uh, like when we started out, like as I was in a sketch group in like the early two thousands or whatever. I just want to tell you, I'm I'm grateful because you know this podcast is happening in your house, and I was waiting for when I was going to be poisoned and cut up into pieces. That's and good. now that I know you're doing Sketchfest, I feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I was okay. like, yeah, they might need to use happened. me later. <laughs> so where's the kill room? I mean, no, it's nice. <laughs> I mean, we like to get the episode in first. Yeah, uh, I, know. I get it. You're in show business. Yeah, exactly. You're in show business. Um, but even like starting out and doing sketch comedy in the early 2000s, like, you know, we would, videos weren't really happening that much yet either. So we would do a sketch and then there would be a blackout and hopefully, a, and we could keep the costume changes to a minimum while a song played. And sometimes you'd be like, this blackout is way too long. You felt like yeah, the momentum years is lost. are playing. And now it feels like a lot of these live groups that are submitting, like a good portion of their set, if not most of their set are videos yeah. with a live sketch in between them. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas it used to be the total opposite thing, yeah. which is crazy. I mean, the truth is, to be a really um, great actor, you need to be, you know, it, you don't need to be, but the best actors that I've seen, like auditioning and working with people on, on all the stuff I've done, are people who've been on stage and been yeah. good on stage. There is an immense art to the form of television acting, no doubt, but um, uh, it's still, you still see the better actors are the ones who've. Well, because like, they're informed by all you know, that experience, done plays they know how or to do sketch it. Or all that stuff. It's, yeah. It matters. Yeah, it's crazy. Somehow it still matters. Yeah, totally. Well, we had we had Heffernan yeah. on a few months back, mm-hmm. and at that time he was saying that Super Troopers Two was sort of a thing that was starting to happen. What's the status of that now? Are you guys writing it or? Um, well, look, it's not the most exciting part about about it because we're just basically having conversations with lawyers, yeah, right. and they're talking to the other people's lawyers, and but it's serious, like it's like in a in a serious <laughs> place, like it's. It uh, it appears very very likely to me. Oh, that's so oh, exciting! You know, Fantastic. so I'm not going to start growing the mustache quite yet, but, right. uh, but I need I need very little time to get a very thick <laughs> one. Of, you, know. you are so full of brags. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I can like I can grow a beard okay, but the mustache doesn't come in enough to warrant just a mustache yeah. for me. It's always that in between. Like I should look like I'm selling insurance or something. Yeah, Heffernan's mustache is not very impressive at all. It's Do like, you uh, augment? Well, no, you something? don't, because it's funny. You can sort of you can see the individual hair holes. You, know? so, <laughs> you want to? You know, there's no reason to make Farber look good. Let those little guys good. shine. Farber doesn't need to look good, right? <laughs> That's the weird thing nowadays too, is like because HD is so prevalent everywhere, and sometimes you can still see that people are being made up as if it's not HD and like so I'll watch a show and I'll be like wow that guy's wearing a lot of lipstick yeah. or a lot of yeah. blush oh, yeah. it's like it's not even good it's I really noticed that on this last season of True Blood I don't know if you guys were watching but the makeup was bonkers really? it was like get a the load issue of what- is um, in this last year they switched to 4K uh, cameras probably oh and so there's much higher resolution and and you can't tell the makeup people 
to change their ways because they don't know how to do right. it quite right. right yet. That's my guess is what the issue is. Well, it seemed like there must be something I didn't know because you know a show on. like that has yeah. amazing makeup artists. and yeah. like it's, But something changed because it was like, I see everything. Yeah. Like yeah. Your face to, is like, a totally guys, different color. I'm starting to look like Alfalfa and the Little Rascals when yeah. he's trying to pass his darla or whatever. Like it's just, <laughs> it's that kind of like it's so much. They're just like, wow, guys, tone it down. And mm-hmm. I know HD is bad because like you can see so many pores and yeah. so many things now that it's it's hard to make people look glamorous. Well, like, you yeah. can't wipe Vaseline on the lens like you used to be able to do <laughs> yeah. in the '60s or whatever. You uh, just put Vaseline all over your face, right? That's people are time. getting much, much, much better at it. They yeah. really are. I mean, it's it's getting dramatically better, but it's a transition period. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> so uh, you have an Amazon pilot right now. I do. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Really. Really. really, have one? really it's I great. Do. Oh, thanks. It's really, yeah. great. really, really good. Thanks. Anybody can watch it that has an Amazon account, right? Or no, do you no. Even any, need to you have an Amazon. Need, any yeah. anybody with a computer can watch it. Well, that's not everybody. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> that's almost everybody. Uh, You're out of luck, Game Boy owners. You yeah. can watch it on your phone too. I started sure. it on my phone. I was I've never Did watched you? an Amazon thing on my phone. I got really excited. Yeah. Wow, yeah, you can watch it anywhere, anyway. Uh, and Congrats. S- thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's called Really. It's, you have a great cast. Thank you. It's uh, Sarah Chalk and Selma Blair and uh, Rob Delaney and Hayes MacArthur. Yeah, Lindsay right. Sloan. And you wrote and directed Travis and Schultz. produced. Yeah? Uh, I did. I wrote it. I directed it a minute. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Craft service. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you this. You know, it's funny. Like, when you write a joke, you, you can hand it to an actor and they can read the joke. Often, they will, you know, there are other people in the show. They've read the jokes great. Yeah. And they improvise great. Fantastic. There's certain jokes you write, you're like, I really like that to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I really don't want to give that particular joke away. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and, you know, look, the, the real thing is that you, you write these, these things, these scenes, these things, and you're like, you're like I, I, in order to tell them perfectly the way they are in my brain, I need to direct it. Right? Yeah. And it's, it's, at the end of the day, I was an actor first. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm like, I, I can't. I'm giving this to me. I am. You got them right in. Yeah. I'm going to play that part. Because getting cast, uh, the way actors become like, like iconic or great actors is by being in a great, uh, in a, in a great film or a great TV show with a great director yeah. and great uh, you know, art director and costumes. And all these great artists come together. And the actor... Is good. They're great, right? But they also but everything aligned. Yeah, the, the, it's a certain bit of luck. Like Brad Pitt was in Thelma and Louise. Had he been in, you know, Boat Trip Two, you know, yeah. with Cuba Gooding Jr. and they go off on, right. you know, his fortunes may not have been so good. Now Brad right. Pitt's a very talented guy, yeah. right? But. He got lucky as well. Well, I mean, the cast of Friends is a good example too. Yeah, like, it's like you know, stuff they're happens. all great, but then boom, 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 everything falls. Yeah, so you never know. Like, if like Jeffrey Wright is an amazing actor, and he did a ton on Broadway and stuff like that too, and like he was amazing in Basquiat, but no one saw it. Yeah, it That's took right. him being in the Shaft remake and having like a really flashy role, and no one really remembers that now that movie. But like, he yeah. was amazing in that, and then all of a sudden Hollywood it's true. came calling, and, and, and that's totally true. And so, from my standpoint, there aren't. It's like. When you look at, I'll tell you this. When I when I when I was leaving college, I was like, I looked at the landscape of film and television, and the only Indian out there was Ben Kingsley, hmm. who had played Gandhi, the only one, right? And even in the show, um, this movie uh, Short Circuit, they hired uh, Fisher, Fisher Stevens. Stevens to play the Indian. Yeah. And my dad's like, that's a great movie. And I said, why? He goes, well, there's an Indian guy in it. I'm like, that's not an Indian. He goes, that's the closest we're going to get. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, so if I'm going to make, be in any part that I'm, you know, after having been in like the lead in all these plays, like if I'm going to get anything like that, I'm going to have to write it. Yeah. And then I'm going to have to, then I realized, oh, because we we let another director direct a short of ours, Broken Lizard. And, uh, he did his job the way he wanted to do it, and when we looked at it, we're like, "Well, it's not that's not quite the joke. Mm-hmm. It's not how we wanted it." And I'm like, I-, "I have to just direct it." Yeah, right. And so, once you start to direct and, and you write, and then you're in it, you're like, "Well, this is the joke I wrote. Mm-hmm. You don't like this joke? Okay, that's fine. But it's my fault. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. And I want to execute it correctly. Yeah. And so with me. this really yeah. thing, it's like 
I was trying to do something that is, uh, you know, look, there are all these like great sitcoms, uh, and I've worked on a ton of them, like yeah. New Girl and Community and Arrested Development and Ben and Kate, all, like tons of them. Great writers, great actors, uh, the top ones working, and they're funny, funny, great people. And I have a little bit more of an R-rated sensibility, right? So I like swearing, and I like nudity, and I, even if it's smart, I, mm-hmm. li- I like all that stuff. So I've also only started watching, um, you know, the dramas, like uh, True Detective and mm-hmm. uh, Game of Thrones and The Wire, and I've sort of stopped watching. I shoot comedies all the time. Yeah. I just don't, you know, I don't watch them all, like, regularly. And I feel like, to some degree, that's because we've gotten a little bit used to the rhythms of them and the, and the predictability of where they can go and yep. what they can talk about. Oh, and we know what this joke will be. Well, you can, you know, I accept that you can't swear on NBC. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to. I, I got kids. I don't want yeah. them. I don't want them. I mean, they know every swear word in the book, right. by the way. Uh, <laughs> they do. They know them all. And they're like eight and nine, right? And they can't wait to start swearing. And, and they swear wait when I'm not around. 10, I know honey. they swear when I'm not around. And, uh, but, but, they still think damn is a bad word. Oh, that's a good. They're that's like, a good. She said damn. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're <man."> adorable. <laughs> uh, but but uh, I, I guess ultimately, I think it's important for them. But I, I'm trying to make a show that was for the people who have uh, sort of turned their back on those shows and who are watching dramas. I tried to make a show that's like really honest, uh, like an like a sophisticated but raunchy comedy, almost like a. Like an R-rated 30-something. And it is. I mean, that's exactly what it yeah. feels yeah. like. It's really smart and fun and dirty. And it feels like the trend, too, that like suddenly all my favorite TV shows aren't on TV anymore. Uh-huh. You know, Because you're able to see the kind of content you want on Netflix or on Amazon. Like con- content that is, I mean, more like HBO or yeah. these other you know, cable kind of things. So it was really great to watch. Because I haven't really seen that translate so much to like a sitcom sensibility. Yeah. You know, those things mesh together. You know, it's 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 interesting because what Amazon does is they let you put they let people watch it and then they vote on it, right. and to some degree, it's a big popularity contest. And yeah. if if people identify with the show, then they give it five stars. There are those a small smaller group of them, but I mean they're there who who don't like the show because there's nudity, there's drug use, there's drinking, mm. and they're trying to sort of you know put their hands up and stop time right they're like we should be more like it should be like nbc you're like well, we have NBC. nbc exists you know? that's the great news uh, yeah. and it's an interesting debate to 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 watch you're like you know there's like older people are like unnerved by the show that's uh, crazy. Totally. but if you're like between 28 and 50 and you're and you're okay with like you know nudity and swearing and drug use then you, you very well might like it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great pitch <laughs> well if you if you don't like that stuff you're not going to like yeah. it i wouldn't yeah. watch right. it i wouldn't watch it plus i mean andy griff the show is always playing somewhere just go oh. find that it's a great show it's I a great you. show I love... go watch it it's always on i've seen every episode of that show at least like 10 times not an exaggeration my parents were obsessed so and they might not you like really Dick Van Dyke show oh yeah, yeah. love it I own my own race. parents don't like really Really? My own parents are big fans of Broken Lizard, and, and they're fine with the nudity and all that stuff. But they were like, they watch it, they're like, is it really that bad for you? And does I, and does I said, it seem too autobiographical? To I don't know. And I said, is, it what, is what bad? They're like, is your friends' lives, are they all, are in your lives, are they that bad? I'm like, no, my life is great. <laughs> and I said, the show is a celebration of how fun it is. Yeah. It's great. And they're like, ah, maybe it's a generational thing because we're not getting what is f- like so so hilarious about it. And I'm like, you know, when Seinfeld came out, and no, I'm not comparing me to Seinfeld, but um, when it came out, it was uh, misunderstood. People are like, it's not about anything, right? It's a show about nothing. What is this show? And it didn't do well for, you know, they was on Wednesday nights and people were like, Meh. you know, all the action yeah. was on Thursday. And I even think it has spent some time on Saturday. Uh, like a dead zone, right? I mean, it was it was a show that people were like, uh, but mm-hmm. a very like uh, there there was a crowd that was that was kind of wealthy who got it. Hmm. Like I, I read, I heard Jerry Seinfeld talk about this recently, not in person, not on the Howard Stern show, and uh, he said there was this important crowd of like small a small group of of you know 
the, 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 the elite? The, the people that they liked at NBC, the people who spent money, they liked it, and eventually the rest of the country kind of got it. Wow. And I told my mom, I'm like, if we make more, you know, if Amazon, you know, orders more, I, I said, eventually I think you'll get this show. Yeah. Because I mean, it a- would take time. I think, too, from a pilot, it's like any show with a pilot. You yeah. don't understand exactly the world or where it's going or the possibilities. So if you're not immediately on board, there might be more well, question marks. I, you know, I was trying are. to be very honest. So yeah. I'm like trying to speak really honestly. And I think older people or people who are like uh, uh, annoyed with the, so how dirty our society's mm-hmm. gotten are like, can we just, you know, just go back not? to this easier time? Yeah. And, um, like the show is not like it's outrageously challenging. No. I'm just like it's an honest, <laughs> funny, dirty show. Yeah. And if you don't like that stuff, don't watch. Me. I think this conversation <laughs> yeah, actually totally. might be so titillating that people that wouldn't watch will watch right. because they're like, "What's in it? What's in it? It's got to be so perverse." <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. A man and wife get in bed. Yeah, the thing about like pilots in general is like, there's no show that you look back and you're like, "Well, the pilot episode was the best episode of the show." The pilot sets the show up, like it introduces yes. characters, it gives you kind of a basic feel for the tone of it, and then you continue watching. So like, there's a lot that's like you got to pack in. The, you know the 26 minutes or yeah. whatever it is that you get to do and i think really does a good job of introducing a lot of characters kind of showing a little bit of what they're like really setting up the relationship between you and sarah chalk uh, in an affectionate way but also shows kind of the foibles of a marriage and that kind of stuff too and like it's it's a good introductory episode to what this series can be should people vote for it so vote for it people oh yeah see more how do you do that is there a quick you go uh to i think if you google amazon prime and the word really, mm-hmm. the, hopefully the link will come up and then okay. you click on it. It's free to watch. And then at the end of it, you can rate it. Click. And you can write a comment. Oh. You can Johnson praise me Riley or insult me. Up, you've misspelled really. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really John good, guys. See, Riley. <laughs> uh, well, let's do first, shall Okay, we? great. It's a different first from life. Um, if you haven't been on one of these, then we'll change it. Uh, <laughs> what was the first cruise you ever went on and did you like it? I went uh, in college. I went to uh, the Bahamas with like six of my friends from Ooh. college. We drove from Hamilton, New York, at spring break to Miami. Uh, we brought some uh, mushrooms and we uh, bought some like steak and we hid the mushrooms inside the meat and then we we went uh, sailed by by moonlight across. They sailed by moonlight. Yeah, to to Bimini. <laughs> And my friend was, uh, you know, he was steering the ship, and the captain went to bed. She's like, just keep it on this. So if you don't wait, keep... you were driving? You, no, you my and friend, your friends we, were driving you know, we the were, cruise? We were stoned and So whatever. wait, this wasn't like a no, carnival like a cruise. Ship. It was like a no, boat. A ship. Okay. And she's like, keep it on four. If you don't keep it on four, we're going to be out to sea. Oh, my God. And like, wow. She's like, you got this, right? He goes, yeah, I got it. And he was... He was seasick, so he was throwing up and like trying to, you know, and tripping. We got well, no, no, we oh. it was just hot. And then we got to Bimini the next day, and then we uh, found a deserted island and we shroomed, and it was fun. Oh my gosh, that sounds like that is a great first cruise story. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Vanessa, how about you? Uh, it was John's grandmother's ninetieth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Live was up. We went to. Um, it was a carnival cruise to like. Cozumel or one yeah. of those little guys. Is that West Coast? Uh, of Mexico? I have no idea. Oh, you have no idea? No, none. Okay. Um, I was like, mm, not <laughs> is even Is that where try. the love boat went? Uh, this boat went, went there. there. All I know is there was like, uh, you know, those offshore excursions that yeah, they yeah. boast. I was like, ooh, I would love to snorkel. I've never done that. It was the grossest. Like, they take you to like a pier where there's like, oil barrels in the water and this man but you see all the pictures of people with like fish around them like that's that they boast but they've got men that they hire that just like this guy his name was nacho just dumped like dumped like a bag of cheetos in the water and like these fish come out of nowhere and sort of swarm and he takes pictures and then you see it and it's like it does look like you're in a tropical paradise but you know the truth and it's bad wow so that was my cruise i wonder why nacho didn't Drop nachos. Yeah, you. And think, how did right? he get that? Why nickname? wouldn't he just call himself Cheeto? Exactly. Come on, Nacho, <laughs> cutting <laughs> corners. <laughs> I did one that was um, my wife won a cruise on a game show. Whoa! Yeah, Jenny. On, she was on. That's uh, amazing. On the cover, which was on the Pax Network, and lasted like. 10 oh, that's seconds. right. I forgot. And, the what uh, network? Pax. P A X. Okay. Like Christian, I think. Okay, got but, it. But uh, the 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 game show was hosted by Mark L. Wahlberg, who does all the different game show hosting stuff. Not Mark Wahlberg. 
like oh Mark L. Wahlberg. Mark L. Wahlberg, that one. Uh, we both. <laughs> He's went on Dancing on with the Stars this year. <laughs> we both went on the show. I went on earlier than her, and then they retooled the show, so they never aired my episode. So I didn't get my lobster, guys. I won lobster. Uh-huh. Anyway, you didn't get the your cruise. prize. No, you don't. Get, if they don't air an episode of a game show you're on, they don't have to award your prizes. That's. Fucked up. That's outrageous. Yep. Now you guys know the truth. So hope that they are your outrageous. Justice has right? never ended in this country. <laughs> so she went on a cruise. It was like a seven day cruise to the Bahamas. Um, like it started, like we our excursions were like Key West, uh, the Bahamas, Hell, um, which is that island in the Caymans or whatever. Oh, that's a real thing. Yeah. Oh. Um, is it like a swingers island? <laughs> no. Oh, no. And uh and then I think maybe Cosmo was like someplace in Mexico. And so there we went to like Tulum, which is like the Been there. Which is pretty cool. Uh and then we went to Shelha, which is like a man made like resort with snorkeling, but there's it's all like put together that Is way. that a swingers resort? <laughs> it might Closer. have been. we weren't there long enough. <laughs> okay. um, you could probably make it. They're down there, there, right? We're gonna hit on one eventually. <laughs> I just my problem with it was like I felt like we were at sea way too much and like our excursions would be like, you got four hours, go mm-hmm. see the Bahamas and then you'd have to be back. And like I think no one should go on a cruise if they're expecting to not be on the sea that much. Cool. Oh, I thought you were going to say I think no one should go on a cruise. Maybe yes. Also, from my experience, I think what yes. we learned was like we never got sick, but by the last day, my body's kind of like, all right, you just don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, uh, this isn't. I wish we were just pretty bored on the ship. Like, I mean, come on. You really need to get out in a boat and go out there. I mean, just go out for a couple hours and come back. Right. Well, you've got some <laughs> access to friends that can just drive boats into the moonlight. You could have done it. You so literally lucky, keep sir. the thing pinned on the three and you're there. <laughs> but how do you get the boat? A big oh, boat. Oh, you rent a boat. See, that's it's not that big. I mean, I'm oh, glad. It's not? I've imagined a real adventure no. for you. Just yeah. so you know. I'm glad we went just so I could learn that I don't really like cruises. Though I think I would do like an Alaskan one. I think that could be interesting. That's what everyone always says. But like, I think that would be different. Why not just fly to Alaska. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> Take a little boat tour. Yeah, cruise around a boat, you know. And, and then, then be, be on land. Kill a polar bear, you know, come on home. You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't there too many of them with the whole global warming? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. There's something about them, right? <laughs> uh, all right, let's do my question set. Uh, okay. We're going to do a build a movie. These are fun most of the time. Uh, so we're going to, together, we're going to build a perfect movie. This is going to be the perfect stoner comedy since you've got a bit of a background in that. If we could build one that we could get any cast, no matter what, living or dead, let's build it together. We'll make this little stoner comedy. Okay. Um, all right. So, Vanessa, you want to start by putting something in it? Um, I'm going to start with putting uh, a crazy professor who's quit his job and he's played by uh, Jeff Bridges. So he just got kicked out of college and he's going to be part of the adventure. Okay. You know what I mean? He's a professor. He did something wrong. That's the intro. Go. So you're sort of breaking batting it. A little bit. Yeah, sure. So you get kicked out of co- did you get kicked out of college for smoking like, grass? Yeah, maybe with his students, like a young female student, uh-huh. and that's and then he's about to go on a crazy adventure. He goes on a crazy adventure. Okay, and so um, what's he a professor of? Just as do uh, literature and uh, Asian philosophy. Asian philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> this is shaping up to be a universal movie. <laughs> Well, why don't you go next? Can you go next? Sure. Uh, all right. So he, uh, his ex-wife is very upset because mm. they're recently divorced. Uh, she's played by Ray Dong Chong, oh. uh, Tommy's daughter, who used to act a good deal. But it's kind of a comeback vehicle for her. Oh, That's that great. his daughter? Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So she, she's... I know so little about Tommy. You know, I always thought it was his wife. Must not have been. Must yeah, not have been. daughter. Okay. So, so Bridges, Bridges not and uh, Ray Dong Chong have an on, on again, off again thing, and he's trying to win her back. But now that he's lost her job, she really is she's fed up. She's fed up. She's fed up. Uh, okay, so uh, Bridges um, decides to uh, break back into his class and <gasps> takes this <laughs> class hostage. And. <laughs> He's rented a bus, a prison bus, so he can keep everybody in there. Right. People are freaked out. They don't know what's going on. He pulls up to an outdoor barbecue concert where Willie Nelson's playing. Oh, good. Takes them all on stage, and they all sing back up for Willie Nelson while they're smoking grass. And then, but still shackled. Well, he unshackles them, and they're like, you know what, Professor? We are actually happy, and we have learned a lesson. Whoa. A good lesson that smoking pot uh, is good. And that you okay. shouldn't have been um, 
uh, fired because we learned something and you're a professor and your job's to teach us. So we're going to go back to school and petition the school to rehire you. We're going to have a smoke in at the school. Yeah. Okay. And then who plays? We got to figure who plays this class here. So some of the students, uh, Tyler Labine's in it. He's, you know, he's bearded and motor mouth in it the whole time. Maybe the whole cast of Pretty Little Tyler's Liars. Tyler's great. Let's Tyler's throw them fantastic. in. Pretty Little They're all in it? Yeah, all of them. Really? There's... Oh, uh, wait, there's that one who's on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, how I think she's gonna, available. She's not available. Janelle. Yeah. Janelle. <laughs> Sorry, honey. That's a bummer. She really, would have, <laughs> she really brought the script to life. Alicia Silverstone plays his substitute that was taking his place okay. while he got kicked out. Okay. And she's really uptight. Oh, right. Uh-oh. She doesn't smoke grass. No. She would never... But whoops, what's in that cookie? Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, no. Yeah, there you go. And the the person who gives him the idea to take the class hostage is his old college roommate, played by Benicio Del Toro. Ooh. And you can't really... Uh, Benicio Del Toro is telling him what to do, but you can't understand what he's saying. Not a word. And Jeff Bridges doesn't understand what he's saying. In fact, he misunderstood what he's saying. <laughs> Benicio Del Toro said, you should go back to that garage and try to get your job back. <laughs> and Jeff Bridges thought he said you should take, take them hostage. hostage. And then so Benicio's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's always good when an entire plot goes on a, a misunderstanding. Yeah. I find. <laughs> um, sort of like in like you know any movie, like a Shrek movie, where you're about to knock on a door because you're going to tell somebody you love them, but then you overhear something out of context and then turn and walk away. And Oh, yeah. Uh, classic Shrek movie. Classic Are you going to take move. apart Shrek right here? <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing this? I mean, Guys, i got to take Shrek down a notch. Shrek, my God, it's a great movie. <laughs> you'd be lucky to ever be involved in something as good as Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got to give a title to this film. Uh, Professor Weedhead. No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> okay, you guys can pick a new one. <laughs> I mean, I would go with Higher Learning, but that's been taken. Higher Learning has been taken. How about Higher Learning 2? Oh, yeah. There we go. Or Higher, higher learning Education, two, yeah. colon, Professor Weedhead's Big Adventure. <laughs> higher Education works. I don't think there's been that. Higher oh, Education. Okay. Higher Education. That works. Oh, great. Uh, why do you yes. think there hasn't been one of those? There's got to have been one of those. Well, maybe there was. I just <laughs> know that there's a Higher Learning I know. Tupac. The Education of Professor Weedhead. Yeah! You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> All right, there we go. The Education of Professor Weedhead. It's straight to DVD. It. Built it. It shall come. Well, also demand. So let's just... Oh, okay. That's just DVD nowadays. I thought you were demanding something of us. I was no, like, what do you want, Cole? All right, we did it. These are All my right, questions. Are you ready? Have you ever met an Olsen twin? I have met an Olsen twin, yes. <gasps> It was so brief. <laughs> How was it? Uh, it? It was it was uneventful. I mean, she was you know. I, I, Which one? Uh, Caitlin. Uh oh, that's not one, honey. No, Mary Kate. Mary Kate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then I haven't met Nelson. <laughs> I've met Bob Saget. That's good. And uh, they were. He told me about them, but I don't. Maybe I maybe I haven't. I, I bet you met Mary Caitlin Kate. Olson. Oh, I, Mary Kate Olson. Yeah, I think that's probably. I met her in New York. How did it, it was just nice. You just shook hands. Oh. Wait, there's tiny Caitlin. little hand. She was Did in some movie. Uh, I was at a film festival. Oh, um, was it the one with the man? Like, yeah, yeah, like the man. There was the a man in it. Yeah, sort of thing. About <laughs> a beast. There was a male cast. Do you remember that Bad Beauty and the Beast movie? Oh yeah, it uh, might have been that. Yeah, I can't remember okay. what it was called. Anyway, well, I guess it wasn't. No, it was one. some other like little tiny indie film. Oh, was it the smoking weed one? No. No. Do you remember? I that? think Jason Ritter was in the movie. Okay. Okay, I know this movie, but I can't think of it. Okay, okay. we're moving on. Uh, uh, there well. is a Caitlin Olson, though. That's the one from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, right? No, that's not the one I met. Okay. He wouldn't confuse those two, I don't think. No one would think she's an Olsen twin. She's normal human. <laughs> <laughs> These are something altogether different. These are sprites. <laughs> okay, if you could guest direct any current TV show and also guest star, what would it be? Well, I was going to say Game of Thrones, but then... I've read all five of those books, yeah. and there's no, like, Indian dudes in them. Suppose... Maybe that's your imagination. Maybe you need yeah, to... Yeah, I suppose I could play one of those, like, 
guys in that tribe that Khaleesi hooks up oh, with. Oh, yeah. But they're kind of gone now, aren't they? Are they still... No, they're, they're still, still there. Yeah, they're still well, around. Supposedly. I could be the wisecracking one who just arrives in season four. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this guy. My scimitar. Uh, <laughs> and I, Khaleesi keeps cracking a yeah. smile. I, look, I, I love that show. You know, I look, having read the books, I'm a little bit one of those people who's like, you should read the books. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that show. I love uh, True Detective. I would yeah. like to do that. I would like to do that. You Supposedly could be the detective the, uh, next season. The guy that plays yeah. Hodor kind of wants off the show. So you could take over for Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> Why would he want off the show? Because they keep showing his dick? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hodor. It's just uh, not getting a lot of lines. You can't. By the way, I don't mean to be a spoiler here, but Hodor can't leave the show. <laughs> this is the guy that's read the books. Uh, this well, I mean, book people think it's not like, like you, you know. I mean, you got to keep him around. <laughs> we can do. You could direct a Khaleesi spinoff show, like Khaleesi does it. Yeah, Khaleesi it. does it. Wow, and uh, it'll be great. On that? Yeah, <laughs> Khaleesi bake oven. Her oh, nice. Uh, yeah, you guys get a million of them. Yeah, we could do this all day. <laughs> Khaleesi uh, bake oven, baker of dragons. <laughs> okay, now. Oh, this is good. Challenge any of the cast members. Uh, I like how I give that preface to my question. Oh, this is good. Uh-huh. This girl's got a good question. Wow. But if you could I challenge any of your cast members of Really to a drinking game of your choice, who would it be and how would it go down? And if it's something that you need the whole cast for, that's fine, too. Uh, I would say the best drinker uh, after me in Really is this guy, mm. Hayes MacArthur, who's from Chicago. Um... But if you challenge the best drinker, he's well, probably, he's probably be, a better you drinker. You could challenge a we went out, drinker. We went out a couple nights and he kind of... He know, won. Well, he just drank more. <laughs> and, uh, more. And I was on tilt and that was about it for me. So, um, you know, look, I'll, I'll play anybody in beer pong and I'll, and I'll, and I'll win that. Whoa. And I'll win that. He yeah. says sassily. Oh, my God. I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it made beer fest, for Christ's sake. Yeah. All right. That wasn't an accident. No. Um, okay. Would you rather become, and I don't know about your own athletic ability, so you may already it's be. high. Okay. Well, then even better. Would you rather become an amazing athlete and have a dream year on the NFL team of your choice? So you're like, super good. Done. Or. Oh, there's more. Never watch another sporting event ever again. Wait a minute. You didn't. You left. Oh. Out, you left out the penalty of the first part. Oh, okay. So you do that, but then you can never act. <laughs> or direct. So, does this make sense? Kind of. Yeah, I think you same world are you okay, creating? Okay, I mean, so, okay, first of all, you got wings, okay? And there's one point coming out of your head. Right, right. <laughs> no, so you're either, you have this amazing NFL year, but you can't, you can no longer do your creative career. I can career. have one year. One perfect year. And on then the a NFL. bunch of average years? No, you're done, baby. Oh, I'm, I'm retired. You're out of the game. Whoa. Yeah. So, it's like the one year Tim Tebow had. And then you also Tim don't. Tim Tebow didn't to- have a good year, though. No, but that one year. <laughs> no, you would have. Tim Tebow was on a team, year. but he yeah. played very poorly. True. People would think you're a legend, but okay. then you can no longer direct or, or right. act. Or would you rather continue your life, but you can never watch or play another? It's like Peter event. Frampton's career, right? I mean, he had that one massive album. It. Yeah, he came alive, and, and then, then he just sort of didn't. He kept living. Yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't continue to. Yeah. Crank him out. Nope. So what are you doing? Like you're going to Frampton Peter Frampton's it? life. You find yourself I, asking the Frampton I again. Would, you know, I get such joy out of watching uh, the Chicago Bears play and uh, the Bulls and the Blackhawks and the Chicago Cubs. Oh, man. Uh, You're hard to live with. That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that I couldn't live without it. Really? And I would yeah, love I to be a pro football player, sure. But... Yeah. I, I honestly think that like it's it's uh, it's so painful to get creamed and oh, smashed yeah. and Yikes. knocked. I'm, I'm friends with a couple of those guys, and they're like they limp around a lot. Oh, and uh, yeah, I would I would uh, I would not I would not. Wow. No. Okay. And yeah, this I, is... I get that. Like I watch. I'm a hardcore Detroit guy because I'm from that area originally. So I watch every Lions and yeah. Tigers and Red Wing game and weird. you have it even worse because your teams are just never going to do it, are they? Oh, there we go. There were some golden years. There were some golden years. <laughs> the Tigers, though, the Tigers are in it, right? Tigers are in it. And the Lions, I think, are going to be. I just mean the Lions. The Lions are just. I think this year they're going to. They're going to break up. Are they? I think they're going to break up. They're going to break up. Does that happen? 
No, they're going to break out. Oh, so they're going to have oh. a good year. <laughs> I thought teams could break up. <laughs> the Detroit Lions. Suddenly, sports got interesting. <laughs> Your last eight games, though, are like brutally tough. It's a, they have a tough schedule. Brutally yes, tough. Yes, but I think that they're going to play pretty really? well. They're, they're going to rise above. They're going to be 9-7 and seven this year. That's my prediction. Well, that's the big brag? 9-7? Well, but that's seven? An, I think that's Win enough one more game? to get them. <laughs> I think that's enough to get them into the playoffs. I'll, I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back in December. We'll finish this up. This is your final question. If you could completely steal and perform anyone's stand-up set and no one will know you took it, it's like it didn't exist before you stole it, whose would you? Uh, look, I mean, it's a nasty question. The greatest, <laughs> the greatest stand-up that's ever been performed is Richard Pryor live at Long Beach. Uh, it's just Richard Pryor live, but it was shot at Long Beach. Can you uh, pull it off? That's the problem. Yeah. It's like the, it's beautiful writing. It's gutsy. It's fantastic. But his performance is so phenomenal that you couldn't, you couldn't, uh, you could imitate him, and people would be like, oh, "That was pretty good." Uh, <laughs> But it's just so It's so him Yeah I think that's probably The case with every so Great him. I mean Steve ever. Martin I think his Jokes You could probably Approximate his rhythm I mean he was at the top Of his game too I mean his, some yeah. of his stuff And he did an album Called Let's Get Small Yeah he's, he's fantastic It's fantastic He has that gag Where he's like He's really small And he's put in jail And he just walks right out <laughs> And uh, 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 But that you know, I don't know. I, you think you could pull that off a little better? Well, I think it's possible, right? Yeah. You can. You could. Steve Martin's thing is is more imitatable, yeah, than Richard Pryor. Because, like, for example, you energy. couldn't do Robin Williams. Yeah, right? you couldn't. No, you couldn't go that fast. Uh, but Steve Martin had like a like a little bit of more of a laconic rhythm, and it was sort of bizarre and yeah, it was more bizarre and, and thinky and, rather than so you know, personal, so yeah. intensely personal, yeah. So I guess I guess the Steve Martin. So one. I mean, you really want to do the Richard Pryor? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Every comic I'll around. I'll just take it. So, you know, that's the one. Uh, okay, I'll go with that. Good answer. It's a good answer. It's proper. You did the podcast. Yeah, you did. It. You got all the way through. Oh, that's Congrats! It. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. So, uh, like we said before, go to Amazon, check out Really, vote on it. Um, also, follow favorably. Jay. Favorably. Yeah, and if you're if you're offended by dirty stuff. Don't, don't go to oh, it. Yeah. Don't vote on it. Don't watch it. Right. Yeah. If you can't take it, don't watch it. That's right. No, please just get off don't the watch porch, it. big dog. <laughs> please don't watch. It. <laughs> uh, also, you can follow all of us on Twitter. Jay, you're on there as well, correct? I am. It's just your name at Jay Chandraseka. Yeah, no R on the end. Well, only because Twitter doesn't have the guts to go 14 letters. Oh, sorry, 16 letters. They have the guts. I would trust you in any way. They, they've got the guts they for got 14. they got the guts to go 15. <laughs> and then they're like, that's enough. That's enough for us, buddy. <laughs> Jay Chandra say, ka, that's good enough for you. That's what they say. You'll take what we can give right. you. Right. And I tried to, I think I tried to put J period Jay Chandra say, but someone's got that. Some other Jay Chandra say, car who's posing as me, I'm sure. Oh, oh man. God. Take him down. Uh, well, I don't even know how. Is he in the clouds? Maybe just tweet at him or something. <laughs> like, hey, bro, not cool. Go figure. Uh, I'm on there too, and so is Vanessa. I'm at Cole Strat. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here, Jay. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.